Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unlicensed Therapy with me, your host, Ari Manis. Today we have an incredible guest, Drew Lynch. And most of you have probably heard of him. If you haven't, look him up. Hilarious comedian. I think his original fame was from America's Got Talent, but now has put out a lot of viral videos and travels the whole country headlining. One of those guests where I posted on my Instagram story that he was coming on. A lot of excitement, a lot of people, oh, I love that guy, people who I went to high school with. Yet no one left a voicemail for him. No one called in asking for help from me or from him. I put the hotline. I know if I put, hey, type in your questions or advice that you need, I would get 100. But why is everyone too scared to call? Just leave a voicemail. Participate. I'm not angry. I'm a little just, you know. There's a few of you that listen. You could you could leave voicemail. Some people are like, oh, I'm going to leave one. And then you never do. But here it is. In my intro, asking for your help, leave a voicemail for the future episodes. Anyways, if you haven't checked out Drew Lynch, here is a clip of him. Well, I, don't, I don't think I'm... <laughs> I don't, I don't think I'm that funny yet, but... <laughs> I'm doing well. Well, that was, well that, was, that was my show. Thank you. So, pop off some, some, some local references and I'm out. <laughs> catch the next flight to catch my next flight. Out of here. I try to travel during 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 the during the I try to travel during the colder months to warmer climate because I I figured that shit out. <laughs> did, you, did you just deflate a balloon? What was that? <laughs> you just <laughs> you just air out a condom. You're like I might use it. If we're built in another airport, he's gonna need a windsock. Someone, someone popped Becky. Someone get her. He said what? Oh, oh, I, oh, I really, I really said Becky? <laughs> I, I, I hate that I knew that. <laughs> no comedian ever wants to be confirmed that, that there's a Becky. and the bitches, and we, we, we sell balloons. Well, nice, nice, nice to meet you guys. I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of your laugh. Yeah. Hmm. Any other, any other weird laughs? Let's get them out right now. I, I doubt anyone's gonna beat a uh, broken condom, but... 
I bet you laughed as a new kid. It's weird. <laughs> As, as twins. <laughs> well, well, don't try. <laughs> this lady's whistling through her eyes like... <laughs> Pretty funny, right? Hilarious. Comedian. Nice guy. Great talking with him. I hope you enjoy the episode.
but you don't because we're all in the same world you don't really realize it until i posted that you were doing my podcast on my instagram and all these people i went to high school with are like i love that guy oh that's really funny and that's then, really funny and i'm like oh shit i didn't realize because i knew you, you know you were doing great but mm-hmm. you don't realize i don't know it's just this weird bubble we're in in la yeah and i'm like oh people I know, know who he is. That's yeah. So interesting. Yeah. And I, like, I've always tried to, I don't know if you notice this, like, uh, or if you're the same way on the scene, on the scene, but like, I'm a very, I think I'm a very introverted person. Yeah. So I try to make like an additional effort when, when I'm out to like, like I'm, I, I would love to just like show up and do the spot and then like go do whatever <laughs> and then like, you Relieve, know, yeah. yeah, but there's so many other comedians who like the scene itself and the vibe and like the whole, the, the, the way that you kind of accessorize the scene with your personality, like it lends itself to people who are like extroverted or people who love that. And it's like, it's not that I don't like, like people. It's just that like. I feel so, it just feels so contrived. And I, and, oh, and, yeah. and, and, and I always want to make that additional effort to be like, like just because something has happened or for me, or just cause I just did a thing or, 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 or whatever. Like I, I try to make that extra effort to make sure that no one is feeling like, I feel like I'm better than, or I feel like I'm trying oh, to yeah, like. Yeah, I don't know if no one thinks that about you. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, and it's weird. And every place is different. Like the comedy store, you got to hang out and the improv, yeah. you don't, you know, it's just like yeah. every place has its own little weird Thing. Yeah. And with the store, like specifically, like I love, I have so many friends that are at the store and I hate the store. <laughs> it's just it, it, like, I you hate it, but you still go. I know. And I still go. I'm like, why am I, I'm, I'm abused by this place. Like <laughs> I I'm still like, I still show up and I'm still like, it, it, like that place makes me act uncharacteristic to myself. Well, it's the only place probably in the world where, you know, you're at this level now where you're selling out comedy clubs, theaters, I don't know. You're you're doing great. And you go there and they're like, yeah, you could do potluck if yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, but but wait, I thought I made it. Yeah. I thought I, I'm past this in comedy. And they're like, nah. Yeah, let me show you my numbers from Des Moines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like... It's one of those things that uh, I get. I, I I guess it's humbling, but at the same time, it's uh, I um, I would say y- using using having the best use of your time is also you know like time is just so valuable. So if you can spend more time getting equity with a place where you know they'll put you up somewhere, then that's one thing. But at the same time, it's like uh, you know you can you can vie for. Like I, I think my your my relationship with um the store has just been, um I'll do shows if they ask me to do shows and I'll go when I go to hang out and say hi to people but um I don't want to do any I don't want to get in the habit of doing anything that's uncharacteristic of myself where I'm just like, you know, yeah yeah you you want the work to speak for itself not you know totally where are you from originally so I'm from Indiana I grew up in uh, Vegas after that what um, age. I was from, let's see, in Vegas, I was from like uh, uh, eight to 18. And then when I was 18, okay. I, I, I just moved out here. So which place feels more like home, Vegas or They kind of both do. They both come with like different demographics. Um, but they kind of both do. They're both, they're both formative in their own like different ways. But uh, I think Indy is a place that like, like that's where they 
claim me or feel like they're like, you know, uh, that's where I'm from. But really, like, I'm like, I don't remember any of you and I don't remember what any it? of the... Uh, what's the comic club in Andy Crackers? They have Crackers and then they have Helium. Helium's um, a newer one. Though. Yeah, yeah. Helium's the newer one. Um, and I love the Heliums. And then before I did, before I did Helium was Crackers. And before I did Crackers was uh, Morty's. So when you, oh yeah I did Morty. Do you remember Morty's? I did Morty's and Cracker. I haven't done the helium there. Yeah, but yeah. The helium's beautiful. Um, I bet. Yeah, they're all they're all super beautiful. But when you do uh, crackers, do they try and make you feel like it's home club, or they don't? It was already, you already passed. That. It's just kind of like my relationship kind of just evolved from uh, that, uh, and um, it wasn't. It, it's just like I was working all the heliums, and then when they opened a new one, it was just it was it was uh, it was just there. It just made sense to do that one. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and you're from San Diego, right? Yeah, yeah. San Diego originally. Yeah. Did you do Did you do La Jolla down there? And I everything? didn't know how comedy worked, so I started in LA. Basically, uh-huh. I did a few times in college in Santa Cruz, and then after doing it four or five times, I'm like, "All right, I'm really good. I'm gonna go to LA, yeah, <laughs> and do it there." And then you move here, and you realize, "Oh, most people don't do it this way." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it kind of worked out. Yeah, I think in my favor because I was okay. I, I never went through a phase where I was bombing all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you know I still watch my old stuff and I cringe yeah, yeah. but I've never had like a set where I'm like man I just can't get any laughs right right or yeah. you know I've bombed a bunch of times but overall consi- right. on a consistent basis I've never been I never went some comedians like oh, I bombed for the first three years and then something clicked right I've always been able to get a laugh well I think you're a naturally funny person and you. yeah and so when you could have your personality save you in pockets where something might not right you know. so so I was always okay so then when I went, you know, when you go to a smaller city after being an L.A. comedian, mm-hmm. you kind of instantly get bumped up a notch. Yeah, and that's that your credit. work in your favor or not. Yeah, that's your credit yeah. in Minnesota. Yeah. Like I remember I went to Australia and they basically thought L.A. comedians sucked because a bunch of people went there with that credit. I'm an L.A. comedian. They get thrown up everywhere and then they bombed all right. over. So right. So it, it can work for you or against you. But so I kind of. Now when I go to San Diego, I get to do all the best shows, and I feel like I skipped the whole process. That's of great. Coming up in that scene. Did you go to? Were you were you a Madhouse guy, or were you Amer- American Comedy Club, or all of them? All of them. I would just yeah, yeah I would go. I oh, I was door guy at the Hollywood store, so I'd get thrown up at the La Jolla spots. Yeah. Yeah, Madhouse, ACC, all of them. So I got lucked out. That's great. Yeah. When I was doing, when I was first starting out, I used to drive down to do open mics in in, in, yeah. in San Diego. Yeah, because you couldn't get up here, so you're like, I'll drive two hours for a decent ten minute yeah, spot on Wednesday. Yeah, on Wednesday you would just. And Did you like, start when you were eighteen? Uh, no, or? when I was uh, when I was. When I, so I just I moved out here for, for like acting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I didn't want to do stand up. I used to work the door at Flappers before so, you were a stand up though. Yeah, yeah, no, really? yeah. No, I, had, I, I knew you worked at Flappers, but yeah. I, I didn't know you were just like. No, I had no intention of. What like, year was this when you were working the door? At Flappers? Uh, so like almost right away. So 2000, uh, 2010, okay. 2000, yeah, two thousand ten is when they kind of hired me. And then a, uh, I was just it was like a perfect minimum wage. Yeah, minimum wage. Like you man, wearing that weird. Uh, yeah. Vest and yeah, yeah. And tie and all the stuff and like a fedora and you know really really like bought into like the whole thing. But in my head, I was like, oh well, these are I can make friends here. But like, um, this is just like in the periphery. This is never something that's like, oh, I would I would love 
to do stand up. Right. I, you're I, like, it's entertainment industry. It'll be yes. good, but I'm an actor. Exactly. And yeah. ideally it felt like just like a, a, a perfect night job. You know, I like I had my days free to audition for whatever, or, or if there was any like reason to be on set, like yeah, I could do that. Chill. And then, you're meeting comedians, yeah. laughter, food. Yeah, exactly. It all, it totally makes sense. So it wasn't until, uh, like a year later and my injury and no one, like I couldn't get hired and I didn't, it, I was like oh, devastated. Oh, you started stand up after your industry? Yeah. I yeah. didn't even know that either. Yeah. I, yeah. I had, I had gone on stage on, on flappers like, uh, like once before just to try it, just uh -huh. to be like, oh, let's see As, what yeah. happens. But I was mostly inve investing my time in like, um, like improv and like, uh, like I, I just, I had no real, right. uh, I wasn't like in love with like the idea of stand up, and then and after then, bombing, it was just like, <laughs> oh, you're no. the one time you did it, you bombed. Oh yeah, I bombed. Oh, I, yeah, I think I did it once or twice, and I just bombed. Like I just your pre injury. I, yeah, yeah, you're going up. Yeah, you're just you're your bombing. idea of like what you think it is. Like, it, it, I think stand up's one of those things where when you watch someone do it well, you go, oh, I can do it, and then yeah. if you watch them do it badly, you go, I can do it better than that. <laughs> yeah, so no, that's what I was gonna say. Is I feel like. Because I worked at the store for five years, and I see all these waitresses kind of dabbling in it. Yeah, and yeah, what, yeah. what it is is they watch so many shitty open mics. They're like, if if that's being a comedian, yeah. I, I could be a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly what it is. So it's just it, it, it's it's almost something that will never really get fully appreciated by people who are outside of it. That's pretty. Uh, yeah, I, I had no idea you started after because uh, that to me that would be double. It's interesting. You're like, I couldn't get work because of my injury, but like stand up is all talking. Yeah. So, so jumping into it post injury, you must have been like, is this dumbest idea I've ever had? Why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, what made you, you just needed an outlet? I, dude, it sounds so like hokey to, to, uh, to say, but I was like desperate for, feeling just like I can, Part I can perform. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or I can, I, like, I'm not completely useless. Mm -hmm. And this is not something that hopefully will like just run me into the ground to a place where I just like facing, like facing people back home, facing people who were, who were friends of mine who were already like actor friends or, you know, it all felt just like I didn't have really a place to go. And there's just this weird, uh, there's almost this weird, like, misfit kind of um, vibe to whatever stand-up is, and everybody yeah. kind of has their own things. Like, there's a few guys, or, you know, there's a few people who, they're like, I just love it. I'm just, I'm funny. I was funny in my hometown, and blah, 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 you know, but, <laughs> but, and fuck, and fuck those people, but, like, <laughs> but, you know, there's a, there's some people who it's like, ah, man, I just, I, f I feel a certain way, or I had something that kind of dated back to a time where I was just like, I think I just need to do this for, uh, it for is interesting. Reason. There's all types of people in stand up. There's rebels, there's nerds, there's, yeah. you name it. There's, it's a very diverse group. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm friends with people that I would have never been friends with if it wasn't for stand up. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, like Fahim is like a, what, engineer or yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's like engineer, ooh. rocket science. Yeah. You're just dude. like, how, you know, it's, it's, it's bizarre. Such a, you know, such a funny, person but like it it it, it, it it's, cra it's crazy to think that it's just it's just a potluck of kind of people with different backstories when you first started going up does your because of your speech impediment mm -hmm. is that what sure. you would call it sure because of your speech did your like brain sometimes go ahead of 
was it really frustrating because you're like, I'm already here in my brain, but I'm here what's coming out? Yeah, all all, all the time. And it happens in, it happens in conversations too, where mm. it's it's this thing where you're, you're almost anticipating or planning what it is that they're saying and what it is that you're saying. And you're like circumventing difficult words or, di- or, 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 or um, things that you get stuck on in order mm-hmm. to like get around to uh, what it is. So it's just the, it, it, I never actually can feel like I'm fully present out in the world. And the only time that I guess you really can is just for the sake of stand up and making sure that it goes well, uh, evaluating it from all angles at all time. And that's just born from insecurity. Like that's just, yeah. he, he just, he, just hugely being insecure. And earlier sets when I used to talk much slower and it was much more, um, uh, much more difficult, like to get things out. And I was dealing with a lot of, uh, uh, vocal like paralysis and nerve damage. Um, you know, I would get heckled for like, you know, the wrong reasons where it's like, you know, I mean, there's not really a right reason to heckle, but, <laughs> but you know, like ones that are with like malicious intent or one that's like, you know. What's an example of that? Because that sounds horrible. Um, you know, people like, hur- like hurry up, like people, people, like, pe- wow. like people talking. This is a big one is like people turning to talk to like be- whoever they're talking to, but like loudly be to make a point to not be listening to what it is that you're saying. And it's always, there's always this thing too that eats at me where it's like, here I am sometimes feeling like I'm being very vulnerable with what had happened and trying to make jokes to get you guys to like me. And, and sometimes people will think it's an act or it's a, it's a gimmick. And then it it's like, no, it's such the opposite way that that makes it feel like, you know, an additional like twist the knife, you know? That's what I was going to ask you. When someone accuses you of making up your yeah. your impediment, it's like that must that must be a big stab in the back. You're like, yeah, this is uh, not something I would wish upon anyone. And yeah. I have it and you're saying I'm making it up. Yeah, exactly. And I and I think that that like I've said on stage, I just think that that's just because of the place. Like if you make a joke about your stutter in in a conversation, you know, it doesn't matter. You're just a guy who you, you're a guy who stutters. Who's like, oh, I'm self aware, and he that was a little thing. But because it's happening on stage, then it's all of a sudden it's like, was there is that being used for personal gain or is that being? I just think it's just there. There's an there's an there's a aspect of it being on stage that makes it like uh, performative, I guess. What about the perks to it though? Any sweet <laughs> perks? <laughs> Uh, nah. Like, you ever get a free ice cream cone? No, no, You ever get people that think you're retarded? (laughs) Yeah, my fucking family. But yeah, no, uh, not really. Do you ever get people who talk to you like you're a little kid because of it? Because you're little and cute? Yeah, but I'm into that. (laughs) Um, no, like, no. And it's also been, it's just such a thing of the, it's just such a thing I'm just so used to that I feel like I, I can't even, I've almost blocked off anything that's positive from it other than stand up. How'd you meet your, your current girlfriend? Uh, we met at a bar after uh, a show's in Vermont. So she's from Vermont. Oh, she, but lives here? Yeah, she lives here with me now, yeah. Okay. But um, we visit Vermont all oh, the time. Oh, you snuck her so. away. Yeah. You pulled, see, that's the move. Yeah. You get a girl Trafficking. out of L.A. Mm-hmm. You say, hey, come here. Be yeah. my L.A. Babe. Yeah, you import. Mm-hmm. Um, That's yes. the move. Yeah, you import. Mm-hmm. That's one, huh? <laughs> yeah, Is I that mean, basically what happened? Did you meet and you, you're like, I really like you, but I live in L.A.? Yeah. So, let's, so you did distance for a we while? Did, yeah. yeah, we did long distance. And um, 
it was a challenge, but it was like really cool because you know so many gigs are like on the East Coast or in that time zone, and got it. So it was somewhat of a midpoint, and she was going to school at the time, but still kind of making it work. So, uh, yeah, we dated we dated long distance for for quite a while before she moved out there. Um, eight uh, like eight months. Nice. Yeah, yeah, long time. But but at the same time, not a long time. Like eight months yeah. is a long time. But then it's like, all right, you're ready to. Live yeah. in the same city and move for me after eight months? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's a big commitment. It's a big thing to ask someone to do. And I feel like, you know, with stand-up, you know, it, it does make sense that somebody, like, wants a, a companion because it is such a lonely thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, and, and there really isn't a middle road from what it is I've observed. There's people who, you know, they party and they hang out on the road and whatever. It's free game. And then there's people who are just like, no, I'm very committed to the person I'm with because they understand what it is like to – uh, do this and and then and there's the people that do both and then yeah. there's the people <laughs> they got that the girlfriend do at home and then they go out and they get shit faced and hook up with that's trash that's true that's true the worst is you go on the road and and they're and like you know a lot of people in any industry comedians non-comedians people cheat there's a lot of cheaters right. in the world not everyone's a cheater but there are cheaters out there it's a real yeah. thing I've cheated I've been cheated on yeah, you know, try not to hopefully I won't ever again but it's that's the real world run. but yeah. you go on the road with some people and they're hooking up, they're married, and they're hooking up with a girl, and you're like, you're going to ruin your relationship for that? <laughs> for that disgusting <laughs> troll of a person who smells like cigarettes and cocaine? Like, that is, what are you doing you're, with your life? Your set wasn't that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. you just killed on stage, <laughs> yeah. and you're hooking up with that? <laughs> I wouldn't hook up with her if I was alone. <laughs> In the world, if she was, if I was on an island, I wouldn't hook up with her, and we had to repopulate the species. I'd let it die. <laughs> but people are, uh, I guess, I don't know if that's a sexual addiction thing or they just really like women. I don't know. I mean, you have? Have you ever like made a mistake? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, no, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna say like, have you ever? Um, like it's, it's, I would say it's shocking. Like when you go on the road with somebody, like when I used to open with people and, um, they're one way at home and you, it puts you in a bit of a predicament to just be like, yeah. what, like, how do I know? I know both of pieces of information and both sides of this individual. And I am just, am I complicit in this? Like it feels <laughs> so weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm like, Hey, that's their, that's their business yeah. and that's their decision. I'm not, you know, I obviously am not going to be like, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, hey, that's, you do, you do you. Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't come to bite you in the ass. I mean, some of these, these girls that get cheat, that they're cheating on their wives with, I'm like, if I was the wife, I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be yeah. like, how, how are you capable of yeah. doing that? She's so gross. And I also see the opposite, or I guess the inverse, where there are girls who are married uh, that come to the shows and, and oh, hook yeah. up with, which True. is also just weird. Like, it's a weird thing. The institution of marriage is just a... Uh, it was sacred. <laughs> it, it's. I went on. Um, I'm Jewish. Mm -hmm. I don't uh, advertise that publicly, but mm -hmm. my name's Ari, mm -hmm. so it's pretty much assumed. Mm -hmm. So I did that. Have you heard of birthright? No. Birthright is you get a free for being Jewish. You get a free trip to Israel. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, I have heard and of this. And you Sorry. do it, and the whole time you're on the trip, they basically convince you 
to move there. That's that's really the goal of their trip. <laughs> like it's it's insane. You go to Israel and it's you know I've it's, heard it's nice, beautiful. It's yeah, beautiful place, beautiful women. They got everything. It's a beautiful place. But yeah, the you know American pride. We're like America number one. Mm-hmm. Israelis have that times ten. Wow. So they're like, we're the best. And you go there and like, this is our beach. And you're like, it's a nice beach. You're like, it's the best beach in the world. You're like, all right. And they're like, these are our women. They're the hottest women in the world. You're like, relax. <laughs> so like that about everything. And I go on this trip and it's 15 guys and 15 girls in our group. Mm-hmm. So pretty even match. And on day one, we're doing games to I'm probably 25 at the time or 24. And we're doing games to get to know one each one another because we're going to be with each other for the next week or two yeah and day one i literally every single girl on the trip had a boyfriend oh no and to me and it's fine like you know you hear about people hooking up on the trip but i was like okay i'm gonna enjoy the trip i don't even have to think about trying to hook up with these girls great i was like i'm just gonna be their friends right by the end of the trip literally 13 of the 14 girls had cheated on their boyfriend oh my goodness literally Wow. Without exaggeration. Wow. And I got back from that trip just hating You had women. sex with 13 girls? <laughs> I had 13 girls. It was a giant orgy fuck fest. But time, it was but the best. It was better it was, than it. <laughs> it was worth it. I was like, hey, thank, Israel, your, thank your boyfriend. Israeli orgies are the best. <laughs> the best. But, uh, but yeah, I got back from that trip just hating women. So it's not just, you know, every, it's you hear on both sides, women are like, oh, men cheat. But it's like, no, it's definitely just everybody. everyone, everybody cheats. Yeah. Except for the rare exception. Yeah. I re- yeah. really think it's a rare exception. I think it's like 20% of people that, that doesn't cheat. Absolutely. And I think you would have had to have learned, like, I think, I mean, I've cheated, I've been cheated on, and it's when it, it's when it like happens to you that you kind of get, you, you can go one of two ways, you know, that's either the time you stop or that's the time you start because you just get very insecure. Yeah. Um, no, for me, uh, the time I stopped is uh, I got caught. Yeah. Yeah. And I ruined this relationship with this girl that I really loved. Like it was just, a, it was a bad mistake. Hmm. And I got caught and I was like, oh, this isn't worth it. And then once you don't have it, then you get perspective and. Yeah. yeah. For me, I'm sure. Yeah. Or getting cheated on would probably do the same effect. It yeah. could all have the same effect. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's a gnarly thing. What about, um. You've traveled all over the entire world now. I was right? actually, I was, I'm a bit jealous that you got to do uh, uh, Australia because I was, we, we were scheduled to do it in 2000. You haven't done Australia yet. No. Oh, no. You're, you're the best, dude. I heard. It's, I just heard it's the best. It's America 2.0. That's great. It's, uh, it's literally like America, but cleaner. The people are more chill. They mm-hmm. have more money. They're nicer. They're, yeah cool accents yeah it's uh it's 2.0 what about uh anywhere else have you done besides the u.s yeah yeah, yeah. And stuff? i also heard about australia like that their their comedy sensibility is also just so good like they just they don't they, they don't I, I i've yet to meet an aussie that gets like offended by a thing uh yeah oh yeah they don't get offended they like they like the fucked up shit. Yeah. They also, the way their assist, their comedy system runs, I think for you it might be different because you'll probably go over there and do little theaters or, mm-hmm. or, or something like that and do your normal show. Yeah. But if you go there at, and just do their shows, they do the headliners only do 30 minutes and they have an intermission between the feature and the headliner. So it goes host feature, intermission, host headliner. So all that momentum 
just was <laughs> well, yeah. for not. That, well, yeah, you could look at it as the feature is not really the warm-up for the headliner anymore. It's really the host that warms them up. Weird. So the way they do it is the host is typically the second best on the show, not the feature. The feature is the new comedian there. Wow. Kind of like our jokes. You just kind of want to like, you want to pocket it with good. You want to yeah. like uh-huh. cr- cradle it. Totally. Yeah. And, um, but it's so much better because that intermission kind of re-energizes them. And then most, you got to think, you know, there's plenty of people who have a funny hour, but there's plenty of people that probably, it's the show's just better if it's 30 minutes, if the headliner's oh, yeah. doing 30 minutes. Because even like, I don't know, can't speak for you, but most of the headliners are going, oh, if they're like, man, I wish I could just do 30 because then it's just yeah. all killing stuff. And you yeah. Know, but um, yeah, yeah, it seems like a better system. Yeah, I've only got like 10 <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a, that's really cool. So I would li- like COVID hit. So we couldn't, uh, we couldn't do that, but I had heard that it was amazing. I've done, um, uh, I've done London a few times, which I just love. Like they are also, they, like, I love getting to do comedy outside of America because then when you talk shit about America, it's kind of like, right. Like it feels like like, like, not like you're deliberately like, eh, but it's just kind of like over there, you know, like over there is all these things I'm referencing and right, you right. agree, you hate, <laughs> you hate us, right? So yeah, it's, you can make fun of your country and not yeah. feel any guilt. What about um, any crimes in your life? Have you ever committed any crimes? Oh man, no, no. I've, I'm a very boring if and neurotic, like. What's like the, the biggest trouble you ever got into as a kid? Um... From your, it could be from your parents. Sure, I uh, I ditched school. school. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I ditched school, and just to like, uh, I've ditched school twice. I ditched, I ditched, I ditched school one time just to feel it. I was just like, I was gonna like, you get the idea. Literally, you're like, I just want to do it once. Yeah, you get Kinda the like idea. Dine and dashing. I did it's, that once. Yeah. I, I don't like dine and dashing, but I was like, I want to do it once in my life. I've never dined and dashed. Oh yeah, you. Gotta, I dine and then like I, I tip so well. You'd be even you did it. What? You'd be even funnier if you did it. Yeah. You're like, did Drew Lynch just <laughs> dine and dash? I I yeah I feel I don't know why I feel guilty having people like wait I, like I I feel guilty at restaurants. I don't know. I'm just a weird person. But oh, I felt um, so guilty when I did it. Yeah, I felt so guilty. You felt you saying did. you feel guilty when you eat there? Oh no, when I dine and, and you dash. pay, I feel guilty when I pay. <laughs> I don't know why. I, like, but yeah, you should feel like absolutely terrible about um, what you did. Yeah, um, it was not. A good time. <laughs> I was you... young. I was I was thirty. No, no, <laughs> what? Um, wait, what? How old were you when you dine and dash? I must have been nineteen. Oh, okay. something like that. I was still an adult. Yeah, it was still, but um. And I literally the whole time I was like, I don't want to do this. Was it a I, we nice already place? Committed. It wasn't that nice. It was a uh, cheesecake factory. Oh, okay. All right. Pretty, you know, mid level. Nice. Yeah. I like the cheesecake factory. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I love it too. It's um did you were you was it just you? Me and a friend. Yeah. We did it together. Good for you. Yeah. You held was, hands on, on the way out. <laughs> yeah. We held hands. you take hands. the but you and you ate everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. We even asked for extra bread. Oh no. Yeah. We got we put them through the rank. Pink lemonades. Yeah. Meals. Yeah. There's a few that shut down this year. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of businesses are are shut, or a lot of restaurants are shutting down. But I think the Cheesecake Factory will come out on top because from what I heard, so all these restaurants are closing down. But the people who are going to have the money to scoop up all the amazing locations are these chains. Right. So like the best mom and pa restaurant who shut down, 
after the pandemic's over, who's going to have the money to be like, oh, let's start a restaurant right there. It's going to be Cheesecake Factory, Chili's, all these right these kind of chain restaurants. Right. Okay. So um, that's my prediction. If you're out, if you're out there and you're an investor, you got to invest in the chain restaurants right now because in not the backbone of our economy, but the corporations. Yeah, the corporate. They're <laughs> they're about to screw over the mom. All the mom and pops that shut down. Those best locations. Who's gonna get them? <laughs> who's gonna have money at the end of this? Not the good guys. You should have dined and dashed on a mom and pop because they weren't <laughs> they weren't gonna make it anyway. That's right. Um, Screw them over. It, um, I also drink chocolate milks when I go grocery shopping. I'll drink it while I oh. shop and I'll put it on the <gasps> shelf. That I still do. Wow, that's yeah. way worse than like dining and dashing. <laughs> no way, that's better. I Are think, you kidding? I'm still me? giving them money. I'm still buying my groceries. They're still making money off of me at the end of the trip. But not the chocolate milk. No, I steal that. Right, and but you put it back. I just put it on like. So let's say I'll I'll take the chocolate milk from the milk section. I'll drink it while I shop, and then when I'm done drinking it, I'll. Just put it on a random shelf somewhere in the store. Empty? Empty, yeah. Okay. Visibly empty? Is it a clear car- carton or is it No, like- it's usually covered. But I mean, yeah, as soon as they find it, they know. It's, <laughs> they know what happened. But it's like, that's just, they're still making money off it. That's not that bad. That's like- <laughs> Whatever you need to It's kind of like grazing yourself. at Whole Foods. You ever go there and you just eat things? Yeah. It's like that, but I do it at, when you're at Ralph's, there's no opportunities to graze like that. So. Right. You right. gotta find your own. I've my my mom did a thing where um, she would shop and she would eat lots of the groceries as she's shopping, mm-hmm. and then by the end time she got to check out, um, it, the, whatever the thing she was snacking was empty. So she they they, they would scan like a empty thing, and she would just be like, "Can you throw that away?" Like, <laughs> so they <laughs> oh, would just she'd scan. still pay for it. She though. would still pay for it, oh, but they, yeah. it was just so weird. It's an empty feeling to just right. scan See, something. That's... Your mom's a better person than me. <laughs> I would, if it's empty, I would put it on the oh, shelf. I... Me like I'm not buying. <laughs> This empty thing. That's that's part of the experience. That's part of thank you, Ralph. Trader Joe's, you can go there. You could ask them to open things for you and, and sample them. I don't do that though. See, I don't want to bother one of the employees. I just open it, eat it. Oh, I see. Put it, it to the side. So you have like some line of like consideration, but mm-hmm. the, the, it it goes like, to an um, extent. Yeah, it's like the way. I, listen, they're still making money off me. At the end. <laughs> they're still robbing me. These places. <laughs> So uh, you don't have that much guilt. It's kind of like uh, you ever uh, sometimes. Okay, here's another thing I do that's that would be technically illegal. So let's say I bought these four microphone arms on Amazon, which mm-hmm. I did. And let's say six months from now, this one breaks. I'll order the same thing on Amazon, and then I'll put this in the box and return it instantly and say it came broken. Wow. Little, so little scheme. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You're just like, a, you just take a little bit of things. Yeah. And the way I look at it, hey, I order shit from Amazon all the time. The least they could do if a product breaks, even if it's after the warranty is, I'm, I'm taking my money back. I get that. that. I get that. Am I a bad guy? Maybe. Maybe. I think, you know, there's the balance. If you're too good of a guy. Yeah. You're going to go crazy. You're going to snap and you're going <laughs> to, you're going to kill someone or something. I feel like. You can't I be feel- too good. <laughs> I feel like I need a thing like like, like that. If I'm, you're too good, then you can't trust those guys. That's all I'm saying. Something's that's true. off. Something's off. That's true. Too straight too 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 straight laced. I feel I feel like I need a thing. I feel like I need um to do something. I'm I'm just not good at like like I'm I, I am not good at everything. I'm not good at like 
being a good person or being a bad person. Like I'm not good at, like I don't want to do one wrong or do the other one not well. So I just do everything like by the rules. Fully. Yeah, you're a sweet, innocent boy. Yeah, you're a good fully boy. and just to, but it, but it, it, it causes like, I need, I need <laughs> you like. You need an outlet to yeah, be bad. Yeah, because mm. I have like all these problems like. Like, oh, I feel like I've got equity somewhere where someone is like keeping an eye on me being like, that's really good. It used to be smoking weed, I feel like was everyone's bad boy thing Mm -hmm. because smoking weed, remember, was illegal most of our lives. Right. And but everyone did it. And that was kind of like, I'm pretty good, but I do smoke weed. I don't smoke weed. Oh, you don't. And I was going to say now you're allowed to smoke weed. So that's not like a bad boy thing. I don't. I, the, the feeling of the feeling of just no control for a second is terrifying to me. Weeds, no control though. Oh man, that's the. I don't smoke that much weed, but that's why I will smoke weed as opposed to other drugs because I still feel pretty much in control when I mean, I'm high on weed. Indicas, no. <laughs> indicas where your arm is like numb and by your side, and you're like your brain is like grab my you, drink. So you get really affected. By oh it. man, when, when you, the idea that my brain is telling my body part to do something and it's not doing it <laughs> is terrifying to me. See, mine will still do it just slower. That's what's terrifying. Yeah. Like it's not at the pace even that I wanted. It's not the, I mean, you just get in this whole like vortex of just like, you, so to, to the amount of times that you should not think um, is this happening because of the weed? Like, it's obviously happening because of the weed. But you get into this place where it's like, maybe it's not the weed, though. It could be like my heart. It could be like my, my it could be a like a stroke or a, it could be like just the laundry list of things to me. So and you're kind of like an overthinking, paranoid absolutely. personality by oh, nature. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. And what about junk food? Do you eat that? Yeah. I'm, I, I, eat pr- I eat pretty shitty. Like, I eat... I'm vegan, but like I eat. Oh my like, gosh! Yeah. No, you don't eat that yeah. shitty then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm vegan, but like I. How I long was have you f- been be- vegan for? About like a y- 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 year, year and okay, a half. Okay, newish thing. Um, but I, uh, but I'm vegan because I'm just like, well, I don't want like meat to like clog clog up anything. I don't, like dairy could be bad. Like it's, it's just I'm skeptical of everything, and uh, it's just not a fun. So vegan was a health choice more so than anything. Yeah. It wasn't like I love. It wasn't humanitarian. No, yeah. no, not at all. Um, it was very selfish. What do you miss the most? I don't miss it. I don't miss any. You miss In and Out. I don't miss any of the stuff. Like I mean, Pepperoni pizza, pizza, pizza yeah. yeah. I mean, like yeah, cauliflower. I'm you know, cauliflower is pretty good, but it's cauliflower. cauliflower but still, but cauliflower pizza is good when they use real cheese. You don't even get yeah. it with real cheese. No, I don't. I mean, and they're getting pretty good at it. Like Taco Bell has like stuff now where it's like this is all plant based, and it's like all right, this isn't the same, but this is still Taco Bell. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's there, the world is. Slowly moving that direction. Yeah, the technology for what is vegan now, like I couldn't, I couldn't have been vegan like like five years ago. I would be like, this is insane. Are you kidding me? This tastes exactly like something that is like the like not edible. This is not ideal at all. But because it's gotten so good with the technology, you're just like, wow, this is pretty good. Like if you can eat something vegan and go, hmm, like that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I should, I should try it for a week. Yeah. Just as an experiment. It's I'm the sure hardest. I'd hate it. But. Yeah, it's the hardest. Like the you, when you those first that first week or two, you're just like, what do I eat? Like every like eggs and dairy and like meat, it's all in everything. Do you ever break it? You ever Occasionally any? I'll have um uh salmon, like fish, just to keep it like in my gut health, and then sometimes sometimes eggs as well, if they're like fresh. eggs and salmon. Okay, not yeah, too bad. Not together, but yeah. Yeah. Um oh, that'd be a good combo. So yeah, so like 
I'm just, so when you ask like if I committed any like crimes, like it's just, I don't know. It's all by the rules. Like, or maybe the crimes are so bad we can't even talk about them. Yeah. There's that too. Yeah. Some secret. But I, man, I just like everything, like, I'm just not, I just, I, I think I criticize myself so much about what it is that I do that it, that's what keeps me from doing anything else. Like, I'm like, well, you're not even good at this yet. (laughs) You're not, you haven't even done this yet. What makes you think you could even try that? You know, like people who have hobbies, I'm like, I'm, I'm fascinated by people who, who have hobbies. <laughs> you have no hobbies? No, no. Comedy, yeah. girlfriend, comedy, watch TV. What, sometimes, yeah, yep. That's, that's pretty it. much it. Yeah. It's my, and it's, it's hard to imagine why I have you an empty life. You yeah. don't play any sports? <clears throat> Over the summer when I, uh, for last year in, uh, when, you know, during the lockdown, I was in Vermont, um, with my, with my girlfriend and they had like a pickup soccer thing and i loved it i got so, so you into like it. sports you just but there's nothing that you do you don't have like a on saturdays i play soccer no type of thing no i wish i have i've have, i've have writer friends like i have a couple of friends who like yeah i do pick up basketball or i i had like a like a a, a rolfer who he was like yeah i do i do dodgeball He's like 35 and he's like, I do dodgeball every Saturday. And those Are you are scared my best of friends. sports no. from your injury? No, 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 I'm not. No, no, I'm not scared of sports, but I I'm would just, be. yeah. Fuck yeah. If what happened to me. Yeah. Nah. If that happened to me, I'd be like, sports are done with my life. But it's kind of like when you watch someone get hit, struck by light. Like if someone gets struck by lightning, like next to you, you're like, oh, well, fuck, that's not going to happen again. Right. Kind of, that's kind of, true. Kind of, you're kind like, of, I got that out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I am constantly standing around people getting struck by lightning. No. Um, but like I'm saying, like, you, you know, when it happens, you're just kind of like, all right, what's the, 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 the worst that could happen is that it changes back. And that might be bad. <laughs> but, that would be in. Same. Yeah, but I just feel like, um, yeah, like hobbies. People who have video them games? are fascinating. Me. No, no. I, w- I, ca- I have to stay away from video games because I would get too addicted. Yeah, I would, I would quit comedy that. and I would do a Twitch, and then I would be one of those. And you would be like, yeah, d- that guy, like he's like he talks shit like t- to ten year olds and like cooking, yeah. cooking no, vegan food. I hate it. <laughs> I hate cooking. The idea, it's t- it's a time thing. Like, to, like the idea that you're preparing something yeah. that someone could just prepare for you, like. Oh, yeah. And then you have to clean all the dishes. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, I just spent three hours and that meal wasn't even that good. This is my a goal is like, like I, my goal is to be so good at just one thing that I can make so much money at that, that I don't have to have hobbies or cook or do anything. Like, oh, you could probably afford a in-home yeah. chef right now. Yeah. Maybe a take live-in out, chef. Well, yeah. Or just take, I mean, even just take out. I mean, a chef, like, no, I don't want a person. No. Cause then they'll talk to me like, do you have any hobbies? And I'm like, fuck you. Like, I don't have, like, this is Amy why. Amy Schumer married her chef. Is that what she did? Yeah. She, that's she her said husband. That she, she said that. Was she, her personal chef. Oh man. That'd that's a conflict cool. of interest. <laughs> um, now she just, she probably was like, man, I love his cooking, but I don't want to pay for it anymore. <laughs> so this is a financial decision. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how it started. She's like, I'm just, I'm, I want to get some free dinners out of this guy. I'm just going to, I'm going to make him come a few times. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then, and then all of a sudden she's like, you know what? I like him. I, uh, that is, um, it's a theory. That is a theory. I mean, I don't know Amy Schumer, so it's probably, it's an asshole theory to make about a stranger, but I'm doing it right now. I feel, um, but I hear of like all these other comedians, like they, they're like, yeah, I do like, you know, like they'll have like pickup sports games or they're like, yeah, I, you know, uh, I'm really into like tennis or I, or I collect Mm -hmm. things or I woodwork or what, like, yeah, you're just like, ha, like how? I also feel like it's too late. 
It's too late to do that stuff. If you pick up a hobby when you're like early 20s and you stick with it, you're like, oh, and then someone, and you show your hobby to someone, people are like, you're really good. Canvas. Tony Hinchcliffe just picked up golf during quarantine. I'll it's ne- not too late. I'll never it's do not golf. I'll never, never do golf. golf. And I'll, t- I'll tell Tony to his face you shouldn't do golf. <laughs> I do. Oh, I used to do frisbee golf. Do you know frisbee golf? Yeah, frisbee, frisbee golf, golf in college so much that was fun. really popular when yeah. I went to college. I don't know if it still is. It's they've got some nice courses over in over in San Diego too, but frisbee golf like you, I want to be able to. Hobby. Yeah, I actually one time I went out on a date with a girl who was a professional frisbee golf player. Now she does uh, OnlyFans. Really? So it didn't work out. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's really crazy. She was sponsored by like a, a frisbee company, and I I mean, yeah. but the like the difference between like golf and frisbee golf. Like the idea that you can hit a ball somewhere and it would, and it, you would spend, you would spend more time looking for the ball. Only in the beginning. Than, yeah. That's, that's a, that's just a huge commitment. I used to be a golf caddy. As I a, could see that for yeah, you. Yeah. When I was, uh, I think I was 17, I want to say, or eight, I forget now, but it was one summer. Uh, I think it was in between high school and college. And I worked at this really expensive golf course in San Diego and I was making, Three to four hundred dollars a day. Yeah, catting. It was good money. Yeah, you shouldn't have given that up, man. <laughs> I think I mean, about it all the time. You're good at comedy, but you're not. I mean, that's. Uh, oh, I'll never make that, that, that kind a, of money. That is, no one will. What white jumpsuit I wore every day? They liked me because I, at the time, I wanted to join the Marines, and they liked that about me. Sure, that's why they picked me. And then uh, so a lot of Republicans on, on on the golf course. A lot of them, and I remember yeah. there was a there was caddies with BMWs from working that job. There were, you know, it was a high paying job. I lost it. Because uh, one morning, they're like, "Show up tomorrow. You have a tea- we have a tea time at seven a.m. Be here for that." And I just slept right through it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a good call, even for that, it. even for that money. No, that's that's a good call. Seven a.m. I'm not a morning person. You no. know what time I woke up today? Twelve twenty for, and I had a one p.m. podcast with wow. you. Wow, good for you, man. Do you ever do 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 you ever do press on the road? Like if you're if, if like radio on occasion. Yeah, yeah. 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 I it, mean, it's kind of press is. I don't know if it's good or bad. Like, I kind of like going, to me, it's fun to go do the radio. I'm mm-hmm. sure that would get old very fast because I don't do it that often. Yeah. Maybe it's more old for you, but it seems like it's going away. Yeah. No one really does press on the road anymore no. because everyone's, now it's like, do you have your podcast? You can plug it there. Yeah, it's digital and you, people are kind of cultivating their own like audiences that way. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you do press on the road? I used to do it, but I hated it. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm not because a morning person. Up, yeah. Not a morning person. And also just like a lot of these guys that you go to do the shows of are a little bit older generation. So there's kind of like, all right, so we're going to set you up for a bit, right? Now, which one? And like, I remember I I used to do, I had done press once where they made me submit a list of my jokes and they were like- Beforehand. Beforehand. Was it uh, popular radio or was it an unpopular station where you're like- It was someplace in Florida. You're making me submit for the station that a hundred people are listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we'll set you up for this kid. And then you, and then you like do that. And then like it, it, the, it always feels so uncomfortable. I would, I would so much rather just like have a genuine interview or conversation and then like be that, like be that. And then someone listened like, oh, that was interesting. I I might not go to the show, but (laughs) yeah. So the times I've done it, I kind of, I was aware enough that local news, even on TV, local news or local radio is pretty much dead. Mm-hmm. Like they're hanging on for dear life right now with those businesses as a whole. Very few of them actually are popular. So yeah. I knew that I've only done three or four times, but I knew all four times, no one's listening to this. 
so I could do whatever I want. Yeah. And if I never get invited back, I also don't give a shit. Yeah. So I just tried to make it funny so that I could get a clip for social media or something and just have fun with it yeah. every time I've done it. But sometimes it's hard to even do that because these hosts are so fake radio. Oh, ha, 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 yeah. ha, that's so, you're hilarious. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they're, they're not, they're playing along with you too much where I'm like, oh, this is going to be impossible to make something funny out of this. Besides that, what's what's the worst part of, of stand-up for you? The worst part of stand-up Like comedy? if there's a component of it that you're just like, I this grates uh, at me. Hmm. I get anxiety right before I go on stage, like nervous and anxious, and I don't think that's ever going to go away mm-hmm. for me. I yeah. think it's just that 10 minutes before you go on, I get nervous every time. And I think that comes from... You don't the live element of stand up. You don't know what's going to happen. Nine out of ten times, I have great sets. I have fun, but that one out of ten times, that drunk asshole gets up and says you suck or or whatever it is. Those those are good numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, no, it's like you know, one time I got in a fight in New York from stand up, a f- actual fist fight. So it's Did like, you? yeah. So these these small elements that that make it so you're like. Your guard is up and you're anxious because yeah. you're like, well, what if that happens tonight? Yeah. So that's kind of my least favorite is just the... Ten, ten minutes before. Yeah, that yeah. inconsistent. What, what's your least favorite? Um, When you're on stage. That's the worst part for me. <laughs> I'm like, doing geez. the actual stand-up. Dur- I, ten minutes during. I'm like, I just Jesus. like calling myself a comedian, <laughs> but doing it. No. Um, I think so, too. I get very... Um, I, I I would like to think I'm a I'm a nice person and I love I love to be a nice person. You like are. You when, are a when, nice I'm, person. when I'm like when I when we're working with club owners and stuff too, I, I feel like I want to be like nice and be professional. But if you come into the green room ten minutes before or five minutes before, I get like I don't want to say it's uncharacteristic of me, but it's just it's a little bit like short. It's just like he's like, do you need anything? It's like, no, I'm okay. And then like if you cut, you know, if someone comes, you know, so you like being left alone. I I love being left alone. I would love to be like we just did show when we I just told you like we were doing shows in Arizona and in between shows like we had to do three on Saturday and in between shows to like conserve energy and I sometimes I'm I'm like reordering the set and sometimes you like edit and you're like ah I remember that didn't go as well so I'll do this Mm -hmm. like. It w- the lights were off and they in the green room and they lit a candle and then they had like oh like, you're like a meditating fan. In yes there. Yeah. yeah I just I love it oh you my know god who else is exactly like that Theo Theo's like that mm-hmm. yeah right before shows uh, a lot of the times he just he wants to be alone yeah and, like, meditate for twenty minutes yeah before. and I get it it's like he's nervous and and especially like for me I'm going up featuring so I'm doing twenty five minutes cush spot same twenty five I could do whatever <sighs> I want it's, it's Pretty easy low overall, stakes. most of the time, low stakes. But when you're the headliner, yeah, and especially when you're selling out tickets, like these people paid money to see you, you don't want to disappoint your fans. So there's percent. that extra pressure of like, I got to do good for my fans. I miss being a feature. I miss it. Yeah, but not the money. Oh, no, I mean, <laughs> I'll caddy before I feature. I did, yeah, dude, I just, I just did Des Moines. I was telling you. Yeah, yeah. I think I made forty five dollars oh. from flying to Des Moines and back because the flight, you know. Yeah. They pay one hundred fifty. I got six hundred bucks for the weekend. My flight was four hundred bucks, and then yeah. food and 
everything else. When I when back when when meet and greets were legal, I used to do um like I I would sell merch and right. then I would I and, should and, do that. And, yeah, yeah, and then off of that, but I just mean like for even like like headlining and doing meet and greets, like I'll have I'll have like some of my openers help sell merch and mm -hmm. then I'll pay them like I'll match whatever it is that they right. spent or whatever it is that they made to 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 help because I know how much it is to like for the flight and then that's the you only know. way to make money as a feature is basically be a feature for someone yeah, that yeah. hooks it up. But this particular weekend was booked by the club, so yeah. I didn't know the feat the headline. I mean, I got to know him, but it wasn't like that. So it was like, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But yeah. yeah, the only way to make money. A lot of people are like, oh, I could, I could be a feature comedian. You, it's not the the eighties. You can't no. make money at that. Yeah, know? no, and literally, no, and like it's different too. In that, like, then you would like you could like drive to gigs and do like a trouble run and like set things up. And I'd done a few of those a long time ago. I did a trouble but, run too. Oh my god. <laughs> I was I was really early in a comedy and I still at the end of the triple run was like I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Yeah. I did one in um one of them You did an actual triple run? Yeah. Well tell let's hear one that of them story. was the Bonkers Club in um uh before you get to Vegas was Prim. Prim. Okay, I've never done I didn't do that. Oh, one. good for you. It's man. in Nevada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's just I think I either Prim is in California or Nevada, but I'm pretty right. sure it's right before Vegas. In the casino over there? In a, in, in in a casino. And okay. the comedy club is called Oh, I've I've seen this one. I've never done this yeah. show, but I've I've driven by it. I've it, seen the advertising. Yeah, it's called Bonkers mm -hmm. and or was. And um uh you're performing and it's a very like narrow kind of hallway it's almost like zany's downtown chicago it's very narrow and um the partition to make it a comedy club is like just a curtain it's just a curtain so people slot machines everything like you can hear it all because it's just a curtain got it um and that show i did there was so bad like i remember the the janitor um was uh vacuuming like i like he he was dragging the trash can and um i guess he was he also had like the backpack vacuum thing and <laughs> um and so w during the show like it's going and the little hose you can see like poking out from uh under the under the curtain, under the curtain <laughs> like hitting like guests legs like he just does not care yeah, at all what's going on <laughs> yeah so you're like a show's going on he's like i know <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um so man it was just uh, was there an audience off. Yeah, a few people. Did yeah. you bomb? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and yeah, you bomb, and then at the end, they give you like $100, $150, or whatever. Yeah, it is. and the coupon to eat it, like the yeah, yeah. thing. I And oof, yeah, man. And just like paying for like motels and like what I used to do for like colleges to like save money. Like, it's a, like there there are there are just there are elements to both like where it's just like I miss the not having the I miss just being able to like walk somewhere and or or be somewhere and not have like the pressure of just being like oh am I being watched or am I being am I am, am I like am I it, it, like if I am meeting people like after the show like I, I don't want the expectation to be that I'm um not a not a nice person or not a person who's open to that it's just like I could be really tired because we just did three shows so there's that and then but then there's also the like okay well I work so hard to get here and I had to go through a whole lot of shit to to do it so um do you still just, uh, meet people at the end of all your shows yeah you do yeah the, the meet and greets and photos and stuff yeah do you yeah. enjoy that part of it or or do you think one day you'll be like I'm done with that that's the thing is I think people really appreciate it and mm -hmm. and for them to articulate that they appreciate that how many times I've heard it means is is one of the reasons why I'm like I I feel like I 
I'm, I want to be genuine. And I feel like saying like, yeah, you came to the show. Bye. Like that, that will always like ache for me to, mm-hmm. for, to people like to wait and want to say hi. But at the same time, going back to what I said, like, I'm just, I'm not an extroverted person. Right. So at the, like, while it is that you can want to do that, like when I used to do shows with Bo, Bo uh, when I used to open for Bo Burnham, like he would do meet and greets for like, I think like an hour after the show. And then if yeah, after that hour, then cut off. Yeah. 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 Just for your own personal health. It's like, you can't be out there for four hours shaking hands. Absolutely. Cause if you do three, yeah. Cause if you do three shows in a day or two and, and it's, and meet and greets afterwards, instead of performing for an hour, each of those, it feels like, you know, it feels like two, uh, four, four hours rather than two or six See, rather for than me, three. I think I would want to do unplanned, just kind of go out there because for me, I only want to go out there if I crush. <laughs> <laughs> if I even do okay, if it's one of those sets where I'm like, that was all right. I'm like, I'm going to stay in the green room. I only want to go out there if I'm a rock star and people are going to be like, you're incredible. <laughs> and girls are going to be throwing themselves on me. If I do like whatever... <laughs> I'm staying in the green room. I'm canceling. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's just, I think, I, I don't know if that's possible as a headliner, but that's what I want to do. Because I know a lot of times the club will ask you, hey, are you going to do a meet and greet? They ask you yeah. beforehand. Yeah. But I, I want to say to them, I'll we'll tell see. you. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. We'll, we'll see how I'm doing up there. <laughs> yeah, I already never did it. <laughs> he ultimately went with no <laughs> at the end of the weekend. Oh, man, that's so funny. Yeah, that's the way I feel because you- If they yeah. deserve the meet and greet, you know what I mean? <laughs> Were you a good enough audience? If you weren't that good, you don't deserve to meet me. Because uh, then it's so like funny. I'm excited to meet them. Dude, you got you were a great you're like, you're hilarious. Be like, you're a great audience too. <laughs> but if you do okay, then they're like, you were pretty funny and be like, Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I, I don't even want to be here right now. I told the club I would meet you, but I don't want to. Um I've done I've done meet and greets where uh, I didn't know the features and they did meet and greets and they would like sell merch. Um, and that's totally cool, but they would like sell merch, like, um, it, but it would be like right after. So like the people would like, they would be like, but, and then like, they would like almost like interject a little bit where it was just kind of like, like, I, I appreciate that you're here and, and I'm sure that they're happy as well. But it's one of those things where like when a, when a feature gets too like, um, they want the adulations too much. And you're like, hey, it's my show. Uh, it, it's not even just that. It's just like, like adulation's great, but it's just like they want to, like they get too like, yeah, yeah. So like like cutting conversations off where oh, it's just like, right. yeah, yeah. And also I have like CDs too. So if you like, it's just, it gets to be like. <laughs> or even if your feature is selling merch and then you're staying right after his merch table. So then they almost think you're going to be that salesman because they're, they're, they're hacking merch because they need it. Yeah. They need the money. And then you're after that. So they pass a merch table. Then they just want to get out yeah. because they, they don't, it's yeah. uncomfortable. It's like someone on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. You don't want to. You so don't it's, trust anyone it, out there. it's just one of those things where it's like, like I totally, I have to, no issue with like a, a feature, like selling merch or anything. And that's why like oftentimes I'll bring a lot of my features. So like they can, the, the, the exchange is if you help me sell mine, I'll pay, I'll cover like whatever. So you would, yeah. you know, and then, um, but the, the, I've just, I've, I've worked a few times where it, it, it Guests have been like uncomfortable uncom- where they're totally. just like, I don't like, and I'm, and I, I always try to want to avoid For me, that. if I'm not helping the headliner <laughs> sell merch and I want that, and I do want to meet the people because I had a great set or something, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it'd be a good opportunity to maybe get some followers or, or yeah. whatever. I'll stand 
like after they meet the headliner, I'll stand in the corner. And then if they want to come talk to me, they have to come awkwardly tap me on the shoulder and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. That's yeah. That's I, I used to do that when I was, when I was featuring too, where I'm just like tucked away somewhere. Yeah. I'll be like standing in the corner with a drink in my hand Yeah, and then not that way. I'm just not. Yeah. I'll let the headliner do their thing. When do you, wh- how, how often do you feel good after you get, get off stage? Well, so in Nine Des Moines, in yeah. Des Moines, I like two out of my. I was really happy with two out of the four shows. I don't think I, I didn't bomb any of the shows. Sure, and I didn't sure. Get heckled, but both the early shows, I was like, that was okay, but I felt like I had to work for it. Yeah. But this, both the late shows, I walked off feeling like a rock star. That's I was great. Like, that was fun. Friday's late and Saturday, Saturday's late. Yeah, yeah. Friday's late is like that's the that's the black ball. Like that one. Like seven so, o'clock so shows. Usually, 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 in my experience, like Friday late shows are the drunk crowd and they're rowdy, and that can yeah. go that can go one or two ways. Yeah, exactly. Either it's a fun rowdy or it's too much. Yeah. But I'm a little bit on the edgier side, right? So sometimes those seven o'clock shows, it's you know, it's typically older people, yeah. and they're a little less on. It's just a little more work. Gotcha. They, they, they don't give it up quite as. Much. They're typically the polite, smiley crowd. And yeah. I want someone who's. Yeah. Loose. So you so you'd say about half the times for you. You at least like, this last week. Sometimes it's more. Sometimes it's less. It sure. just kind of depends. But this, I don't. Yeah, this last weekend I liked fifty percent of the shows. I was really stoked about. That's pretty cool. What about you? Oh, uh, none of them. <laughs> almost, almost. No, come on. No, I'm not. I'm not shitting you. It is rare. I come off stage feeling uh, good. So they need to be that special crowd where you're like, that was awesome. <sighs> like we did. Uh, I think we did seven shows in, um, uh, in Arizona and the last one Sunday, well, they were all like fun, but the only, the last one was one that I felt good about. And that was because, yeah. And that was, I think because there were things that I was saying that was like also kind of like surprising me a little bit. And that's kind of what you were loose. invigorates the joy yeah. of it. Oh, got it. So, so you get bored when you're doing the same set over and over yeah, again. I, yeah, but yeah, but like, it's like, it's like when you're working on tape, like you're trying, like that, that there's just this element of just like the rigidity where you're just like, hit this mark, hit this mark, say this thing and do this because that's what they want when they're watching tape. But then, you know, when like it, it's also this conflicting thing because you don't get into this because you want to hit like a mark and play by the rules and do all the, you know? Right. So it's just, it's a thing that's kind of like, it wasn't like I wasn't doing the set that I was do what I was doing on the rest of the weekend, but Sunday just kind of, yeah, I guess I just kind of felt like, ah, uh, that was, that was fun. Now, do you miss uh full capacity shows? Or are you enjoying these 40% capacity ones? Because um, for me, it was like, it's not quite as electric of a room, sure. but it's also definitely felt a little lower pressure than yeah. when the room's fully packed up. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And there's this sense of like, we're all in this universal thing right now. We kind of understand the circumstances, so mm. we're willing to be a little more forgiving for what's happening. You know what I mean? At the 40% or the half, you know, and some are half capacity, some have, have partitions up, like they've got like little plexiglass. So yeah, oh, I won't do those. Yeah, Ew, I got tricked into one. ACC in San Diego was doing the plexiglass shows, or in the comedy store does those window shows. I did it once at the comedy store window. I was like, I'm never doing that again. Went to ACC. It was a plexiglass show, and uh, they didn't tell me that before they booked me. So I get oh, down there yikes. and it's behind the window. Like even like I'm excited to be opening for you uh, this weekend. By the way, you should yeah. plug that on uh, at the Irvine Improv. Uh, yeah. I'm hosting for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing that. 
parking lot shows, but even yeah. that I'm really dreading. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm in, I'm just the the parking lot Absolutely. aspect of it. It's going to be fun f- but I'm, for but us I'm, yeah. only because it, we're going to be there with each other. Yeah, being yeah, yeah like, exactly. That was fuck, oh, fucking Oh yeah, that weird. was like a gig where I was driving to and didn't know anyone. Yes. I'd be like, oh God. Yeah, I don't miss that either. The long the long drive homes after you bomb. And I like <laughs> I had a lot of those from San Diego too when I used to do like the mics oh, and stuff. Oh my gosh. Because then you're just thinking about it in your head. But even the when you kill, it's weird too because then you're driving home and you go from this like <laughs> high to... I'm just alone in, <laughs> in my car, and this is kind of sad. So I just do this every week, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it 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 turns it turns very quickly. What is uh, what is your your current goals? Because in my mind, you've you're killing it. You've done every you know. You're headlining. You've been on TV. You you got a big fan base. What is there anything else in your head? You're like, man, I really want to achieve this in it, my comedy. Or I really feel just like I've. And this is gonna sound so shitty. I feel like I haven't done anything. Like, and that sounds so dumb. Like, I like there's people who are just like, like, like there's other comics who are just like, fuck you, probably. <laughs> but, but I just feel like I want a special. I want. You don't um, have a special. No, I thought you did for some reason. That's okay. Um, and I want. Uh, uh, I want a. Uh, uh, I want a, a TV show. And gotcha. and. Um, I think that's because, you know, I moved out here for acting and Mm -hmm. then to end that way as well would be nice to come full circle. And I, like, I, I think I, I, I'm not very good at advocating for myself, but I think like, (laughs) I think a forte of mine is, um, dialogue, like writing, like script and Mm -hmm. dialogue. And I like, I, I really love that. I, and, um, and so like developing characters and like, like character development, developing like arcs of characters and arcs of stories and like things like that. And like putting it into dialogue, I really kind of like, so at the end of Whatever, if I could ever so those get are any your of those goals. Other special things. and TV show, I think special. for sure both of those things are going to happen. I appreciate special, that. Special, you could make happen yourself. Sure, and and it's almost better now. Like, sure, I, if honestly, if it wasn't Netflix offering a million dollars, I yeah. think the next best thing is just putting it out on yeah. YouTube yourself. Yeah. So the, yeah, that's a, I know Mark I mean, had done that, that right and now. Yeah. Sam had done Memorial yeah. had done that, and like yeah, there's a, a couple of people doing that, and it's like yeah, I've cultivated this uh, uh, presence from just posting shit myself anyway. So the mm. idea that there is like this do-it-yourself mentality that's out there, but it is a little bit of this validation of just being like, no, see, like I wanted to have that that could go to. An, uh, a platform that has like a, a, a different and diverse audience as well. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people might have. I would say it's it's so le- so so few, so many so few people have still f- like know me now necessarily from America's Got Talent. Like you might know me from that, but mm-hmm. I would say the larger part of it has been all the stuff that I did afterwards, just online and all the other stuff, which is truer to the way I actually think, and I guess isn't so much like the the PC or maybe even younger version of whatever that was and how you people might have been introduced. So, yeah. Um, but those are, yeah, that's, those are, those are kind of my, uh, those are kind of like my goals, but it's just, uh, you know, there's this weird part of, and I tell me if you feel the same way, but LA kind of comes with this, um, prior to the pandemic, I would say LA kind of comes with this pressure to just be like, if you aren't working on what it is that you're out here to be working on, then it's waste, you know, then like you're, you're lazy or you're, you know, and that I think also 
plays into why it is I haven't developed hobbies or I haven't done, like, I'm just, it's almost just guilt. And it's not a full life and it's not one that's like, dude, like you're going to get to wherever you get to and then you're going to have like, you know, that empty space where you're just like, <laughs> oh, I could have done like pick up this game. I could have done pick I up dodgeball. I definitely yeah. have that constantly, that feeling, but I don't think it's LA for me. It's just being... Not having a boss. You're your own boss. Yeah. So when you're not working on something, you feel guilty because it's not like a job where you're like, I show up to work and I do my eight hours and then I've fulfilled my commitments. You're like, yeah. well, when have when is it enough? Yeah. And then also when you meet your goals, you realize they instantly don't make you happy, which is also a sad thing about comedy. Yeah. You're like, oh, all I want to do is go on the road. And and once I'm doing that and making a living, I'll be happy. Then you do that and you go, oh, wait, no, I need, I need a headline. I need yep. Oh, I need to get on Conan. And then you do Conan. You go, oh, that that didn't make me happy. I've never done Conan, but but yeah. that example. You do these things, and you as soon as you do them, you realize, oh, that didn't bring me what I thought it would bring me. Yeah. So there, so it's a lot of that. So you keep going and pushing yourself. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. And, and I mean, and you know, and you're right because it's just I, I've been in those places where I'm like, I want this thing, and then I'll get this thing, and then it carries you for just a little bit. And it's just this outside, this outside validation, which is a big, is big in part as to why a lot of us do this in the first place. But it's just that outside validation where you're just like, uh, okay, that kind of filled me for like a little bit, but I'm just, those have been, those have been big, um, goals of mine and like, kind of like the long-term ones. So I just feel like at the very least I could, like settle myself for a minute just yeah. being like look you you work so hard and you you lost a lot of your health and friendships and like you've lost things and and it wasn't not for not because you're playing this game with yourself always that's like okay either other people are crazy or I'm crazy and <laughs> and you don't want to find out that they're right at the end that, I think those yeah. things are also even if they don't bring you every ultimate, you know, I'm sure if you do, once you do those things, you're going to have new goals for yourself. But those things are so creative and rewarding. I mean, writing a TV show, you finish it and you're like, I made that. It's a, it's a piece of art. Yeah. So, and same thing with a special. It's like, wow, I did that. I did that. I toured with that for two years and now it's on, you know, yeah. there it is. So yeah. it, it, those things are big accomplishments. Yeah. And I would say the pandemic has like brought, I don't, and I don't know how it was for you, but brought a lot of perspective on... Um, I was going to like, I was just, 2019 was such a year where I was just, I was gone like, like 280 days of the year. Like wow. I, I, yeah, you can come, you can come stay at my place if you ever, <laughs> or if you ever need like no, literally. You, you could Airbnb it. Yeah. Well, no, you, it's in the lease that you can't, but oh, like, it's like, I'm just not even there, but like I was going so hard. And then when the pandemic happened, I did experience this thing of just like, oh, I don't have anything. I don't do anything. <laughs> I don't have anything. Yeah. I smoked a little bit and did yoga. I, I, I called it smoga, and I did it for hours. <laughs> I did it for hours. I loved it. Um, uh, you got into weed. Yeah, 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 just a little bit, just uh -huh. a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, uh, of hobbies, I would say, like, I'm very much kind of like Theo, where it's like I'll meditate, in, I'll meditate in the green room. I meditate every day and then some yoga. But even still, those are all just – those are all selfish, like – performance incentives for me to be like, I do those things so I can go beat the shit out of myself <laughs> on stage and hate myself afterward. Like, That's it's crazy. Sometimes those are the best things. Is there anything in your life that, uh, there's a therapy show, is there anything in your life that I could help you with? <laughs> um, any issues? Oh, man. 
I'm really smart. I have two years older than you. I yeah, could. you've got like so much more I'm experience. I'm just so wise. Yeah. Um, oh man, I would say okay. Here's all right. Here's a here's how do how do you make friends? Like, what's your approach Ooh. for making friends? This is a this is a great one. I um, so I I struggle with this too. I mean, I do have friends, but you know, I definitely have certain times in my life where I think I should have more friends. Like, I don't yeah. have enough friends. Yeah. For me, I'm I'm um. Uh, not a very outward guy as well. I'm pretty keep to myself, that type of guy for sure. So for me, the only way that I can meet both women and friends in real life is to kind of be a part of something. So whether that means getting a job, taking a class, uh, a club, things where you're forced to talk to people. Right. I can't go to a bar and talk to someone. Yeah, same. I can't approach a woman at a grocery store or a gym. I can't go to a comedy club and make friends with a random guy even most of the time. Unless it's like we're on 10 shows together, so we're forced to talk to each other, then we become friends. Or we were in that writing class together at UCB or that acting class, something like that. So the best way that I would say for you to make friends is to get a hobby and take a class oh for it, God. something like that. Take a yoga class, you know, take a pottery class, take a writing class, something. I was afraid you were going to say that. Yeah. But that's that's so I've always known that about myself, but even knowing that I still don't do it because I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to go every week to that commitment yeah. of a thing. But now that I can't do it because of COVID-19, right. I literally I'm like, I couldn't go take a class and meet people if I wanted to. Right. I'm going to do as soon as everything's back open, I'm going to sign up for a class of some sort. So it's like forcing yourself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, it's like going to the to gym. Comfortable. No, yeah. you know, not that many people really like going to the gym. You got to be ah, okay. Let's do the gym. It'll be good. Then I, I don't feel guilty. I think yeah. the same thing goes. The class. You end up every class I have taken in LA. I've always met one person out of it that's become a friend, and there's I've always gotten something out of it when I look back. Right. Like all the people I know, I'm like, oh yeah, that was worth it. I, but you still kind of right don't want to do it. Right. That makes sense. That's a great answer. Yeah, but it's also different because you're famous. So you're like, who is this person my friend or they want something from me? Have you experienced that? Has anyone like, as you've, as you've risen in success, do people come out of the woodwork asking you for things? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. I had a friend who he, 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 he asked me for, he asked me for money, but I've known him for a long time. I've worked with him and, um, he asked me for money and from friends or I guess even people I know, like I'm, I would, I'm very, uh, I didn't even think twice about it. I was just like, of course, you know, like yeah. it, so, so, but I, I would like to believe that people are good intention. So, you know, that they don't have like, that they're not going to like screw me over or that they maybe would pick up from the fact that I'm genuine or that I'm mm -hmm. pretty transparent that they would hopefully not be that way. So I think overall, yeah, but there's still those slime balls. I know it sucks too. It sucks because you would think that it's, you would think that it's pretty rare, but, um, I oh, guess we live in a city full of them. Yeah, that's true. Um, but okay, that's good. So overall you haven't had people try really, I mean like managers and people I've worked with in the past who've been kind of shitty. Yeah. yeah but yeah. in, in a way that like, I think they might have taken advantage of the fact that I was kind and that that's kind of a shitty thing. And mm -hmm. I've worked with other people in the past who they did like, you know, shitty things. And sometimes it, um, it, 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 and as you're fully aware, like you would like to think that people aren't like jealous or people aren't like 
uh, envious or that they're your friends and that you're, their successes you're actually happy for and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But it's not always it's not the always, case. Yeah. It's There's not always people the case. out there that are so unhappy that they take it out on people yeah. with success. Yeah. yeah. And I always try to, I always try to turn the attention towards myself. Like I'll always try to be like, if I see something that someone else gets who like, I know, or we started or whatever, I am genuinely happy for them. But if I ever get to this place where I'm like, like where I'm wondering like why it is I'm not further along or whatever, I get, I turn it very much to myself to be like, all right, well, what, what is it you that you could be do? doing? Yeah. Right. What is it that you could be improving? And that's an important distinction because I am genuinely happy for a lot of, for, for, for all the people who have like a thing or get a thing. Like, I think it's such a creative and cool, um, it's a cool idea knowing that we can all kind of have our own different paths. It used to kind of be more textbook and more mm-hmm. like you do stand up, you go do the road and then you get on Comedy Central and then you tour. Like it kind of yeah. felt like that for a while. And right. now everyone's trajectory is different. And I think mm-hmm. that, that that's like fascinating. Like even, you know, even somebody like Theo is someone who's like his arc has not been like boom, it's, it was like, he had like a little bit of these and like, he had to kind of find his way to getting to where it is that he is. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm the same way. I always think to myself, what can I be doing? What, what can I be creating or making to better myself? That being said, I'm happy for people, but I do get jealous. Mm. I'll see people with something. I'll be like, man, I would love that. That's so, I'm so jealous of that guy. But yeah, it's not, it's not from a place of bitterness Malice, or, yeah. or hate where I'm like, fuck that guy. Right. I should have that, not him. Right. It's like, oh man, I should, I need to figure out how to get, get there. Yeah. Know, that type of thing. Yeah. Which is good. It's a, mo- it's a motivating tool as well. So but yeah, there's, um, I wanted to tell you about what happened to me last night. Sure. Um, so me and Abby, Abby and I started this business, this podcast studio here that we, it's very beautiful. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I record my podcast here. We also rent out this space. Oh, nice. $50 an hour, which we're no longer, but as of last night, it was $50 an hour to rent this space where we don't have to be here. That's just like to rent it, like a pure space type of thing. Sure. They can rent the space. This guy books it. I have that little security camera right there. Oh, nice. Oh, I've seen and those. Those are those are like the ring. They're similar to like- Yeah, the, yeah. that's like a Chinese clone of that. Nice. But, we, but none of that footage will, that angle won't be in this. No. Okay. Well, it could be kind of a cool little <laughs> cut to the <laughs> cut to the shitty security camera, like periodically. But that's not a bad idea. But so I'm watching. Uh, you know, sometimes I check in. I try if I have time, I check in always when someone's renting the space. Yeah. And they're like 30 minutes into their rental, that do- that door is open, the mm-hmm. front door, and rap music is blasting in the room. So in my head, I'm like. You know, like that's common sense not to go to a business and do that when yeah. there's neighbors and, and they're in a building. So I text them and I go, hey, um, can you turn down the music and close the front door, please? Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay, for sure. <clears throat> Does it. Then I, I'm like, okay, I, I watched them. They did it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm like, that. I shouldn't have had to tell them to do that. But okay, that's, people are dumb. They weren't thinking. I check in two hours later. Luckily... There's like 10 o'clock at night at this point. At uh, So most of these places are closed. There's no one here. I look at the camera. There's 10 people in here. Music is blasting. They're smoking a bubbler. There's bottles of alcohol passed around. Someone has a dog. They're like straight. There's pizza. They're straight up having a party right here. And at this point, I'm freaking out. I'm like, not just because, I mean, there's so many thoughts running through my head. I'm like, why are people, why would someone do this 
in general, yeah. this behavior. How is how does anyone think there's okay to go into someone else's space and treat it like this? Yeah. Then I'm thinking, what if the neighbors? What if I'm going to get evicted from this building now? This the space that I put a hundred hours into with a friend. What if we get kicked out now because of these people? I'm thinking they're probably not going to pay me for sure. Uh, they might damage our equipment. They might steal our equipment. I don't trust anything at this point. So I'm literally like shaking in in anger. This is last night at 10 p.m. And so it's just still, I'm still kind of like high from it. I'm shaking in anger. I call my friend, like, we got to go over there. We got to shut them down. And he looks at the security camera and it's like 10 big ghetto black dudes. Mm -hmm. So we're both like, they're going to want to fight us. We're just, we're just scared. We're like two guys going in there hostile. Like they're going to fight. Let's just call them and tell them to calm down and to, that they got to go. So we call them. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got one more podcast to wrap up, and then we'll be out of here. We're like, okay, let's just let them leave. That's going to be easiest rather than go in there and start shit. So we're like, okay, check in two hours later. Now it's midnight or one in the morning. They're still here partying. So I'm like, okay, at this point, I have to go shut this down. Yeah. Or, you know, I can't wait till morning because so I get here last night. It's literally after 2 a.m., and we come up the back stairs, open the door, instantly could hear them. And this whole floor smells like weed, just reeks of weed. And I'm just like, I can't that's why you, it. that's why you asked me if it, if it smelled like weed yeah. in here. Okay. Yeah. So the whole floor smells like weed. We go in there. I come in here in this room. It's filled with people. And I'm like, hey, the owners are coming um, right now. You got, you guys got to wrap it up. Unfortunately, there's, no dogs, there's no weed smoking, none none of this is okay. You guys are breaking a lot of rules. You'd think he'd be like, I'm caught and I'm gonna shut it all down. Instead, he's he's shit faced. I should start there. The guy who's running yeah. their show is shit faced. He goes, Oh, you guys are all racist. You're shutting us down because you're racist. And I'm like, No, I'm I'm not racist. This is just not okay. And he goes, yeah, 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 whatever. You don't know what you're missing out. We got millions of followers, and we would have done so much for your business, and you fucked up. He goes, you poor piece of shit. Look at your shoes. You're poor. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna rent the place. And at this point, I'm just like, oh my god. You know, I'm just like, okay. I'm just yeah. trying everything. Like I, this guy could kick my ass, and I want to fight him so bad. Yeah. And I'm just holding it so bad. I'm like, yep, uh huh. Time, time to leave, guys. They leave. This place is a shit show. I spent like two hours cleaning up till, up till four in the morning, cleaning, getting ready. And also in the back of my head, I'm like, I might have to cancel my interview with Drew tomorrow. I might have to cancel my podcast. It's fucking me over in so many ways. Mm -hmm. But cleaned it all out. Got it. What ended up not being that bad. Never going to obviously book them again. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to increase the price. I'm not People have to prepay now. It was a learning lesson. Wow. But I wanted to vent that because that was just still on my mind that's terrible yeah that was that's, my night last night that's a terrible thing i mean i never thought you were racist um no and if i am they didn't know that yeah i mean you know they can't I, call me that i know it now yeah um but i i feel like uh that sucks i think that goes back to like you know we we're talking about are people good like do they do they do do, do, do people do the right thing and I would, I would, I, the idea is always just like, if I were to rent something and like a, a, a space that I think is like, you know, is this beautiful? Like this is a, this is a 
premium Effort space. Effort went in. You look into it, and, you go, okay, yeah. there's a lot of expensive stuff it's here. It's clean. It's nice. Like, I would always admit, you would, the idea is just that common courtesy of just like, you leave it better than you found it, yeah. right? Um, but, I mean, that sucks. I mean, I, had, I, I would have no idea that that happened here. You know? right. Yeah, no, yeah. It's we, like we when it someone up. dies in a house. You're just like, <laughs> you got to do everything to make sure no one. I literally, yeah. at the end of the night, it was all back to normal. And I'm like, this place feels tainted to me now. <laughs> yeah, it I feels said that. so different. I said that to my friend. I was like, this place is like, ugh. <laughs> It feels so different for you than it does. Yeah, it's it like it's like me. knowing that that someone fucked in your bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could change the bed sheets, but for a while you're just like, oh, should yeah. I get a new mattress? <laughs> should I move? Yeah. Wow, that sucks, man. That like, so wait, but they ended up uh, uh, paying for the whole space. I don't think they will. We're definitely gonna send them an invoice, but I have a feeling. But you know, by the the time he's leaving, he's shit faced. He might not even remember. Yeah. But he's like, well, I'm not paying. He said he's like, I'm gonna come back here with boys, and we're gonna fuck up this place. Like he was making threats. He was doing just making a scene. His friends were even like, you know, they knew I was in the right. Yeah. They knew that everyone else felt like they had been caught. They're like, they obviously knew that the hall smelled like weed. And that that was not okay in this office building. Yeah. So they were all like, hey, let's just go. They were trying to calm him down. Let's go. These guys are just doing their job. It's all good. They apologized to me like, sorry. But at the same time, you know, I'm not accepting their apology because at that night because I'm just livid pissed. I'm like, if you're sorry, then why would you have done this? Yeah. Why would you come in here and party in a space where you don't know who whose space this is? Yeah, I don't think that they will pay either. I don't either. I, they don't <laughs> seem like the invoice yeah, type. Yeah. The, the idea that you said. I'm, not, I'm definitely not expecting. I'm definitely going to send them the invoice, but I'm not expecting <laughs> anything. I'm just hoping, you know, maybe he was drunk and he wakes up and he goes, oh, I feel bad. I'm going to pay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But no, nah, it's not. I, I used to Airbnb my apartment. Mm-hmm. For a couple of years, that's how I was paying my bills. Whenever I would go on the road and feature, I was able to make money because I would Airbnb yeah. my apartment yeah. and stuff like that. So I've dealt – it reminded me of those days because over nine out of ten times, people are great. They come, they stay in your place, they leave, they leave you a good review, they leave it somewhat clean. You yeah, made go in there and clean up after them a little bit. Things are good. But every once in a while, you get back and they're still there. Yeah. And you're like, oh, why do I have to deal with, why are people like this? And you go in there and the place reeks of weed and they shat on your couch. And Yeah. That's terrible. That's terrible. I mean, just differences of people, I guess. Like, yeah. And there's that, and there's a certain element of trust. And I don't, I don't know that I have it. I don't know that I have <laughs> that to be able to be like, I, I can trust a person yeah, to do the right thing. Yeah, it makes your guard up. It, it puts your guard up. And then it's like, you don't, tr- the next people who come in, now I'm, weary of them not, and it's nothing they did it's yeah. the people before them yeah yep. yeah it's weird well anything you want to plug <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a podcast um, and you could rent out the studio um, uh, now my podcast is called Did I Stutter and I just do that every week and uh, but that's pretty much it like this has just been a, 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 a Did I Stutter cool on your YouTube and iTunes and everywhere yeah yeah um, but you know yeah this has just been cool to just hang out and stuff I mean it's yeah. almost like it's almost like we should have done the show on, on, on Saturday and then done the podcast so we could have talked about it because um, it'll it be good. different. Because oh, this was great. Oh no, this was yeah. so much fun. But I just mean like that added thing 
of oh yeah we that did. added that, thing that, of like we just that, came have back have you done that irvine show before no i have have you not obviously uh yeah, yeah. like this where i've hosted but i've done the the showcase version of yeah. it not at, at irvine but a different drive-in show and i know people have done the irvine one can you explain it and like, it's pretty rough yeah um I think, you know, I think they're your fans. Because I, I don't know what it is. My, my agent was okay. just like. So I think it pays pretty good, at least for a host. Like, I'm getting paid $250 to host it. So Jesus. that's pretty good yeah, that's for better, a host. Way yeah. better than, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah way like, better I'm than my yeah, like, <laughs> so, um, so, so I'm sure you're getting paid decently. So that's good. Mm. I think they're your fans, obviously. And I think they're going to enjoy seeing you. And it's a sure. unique element. So I think they're going to have fun. Yeah. But from a comics perspective, we're up on stage. This is, this is outside. Outside. Right, which, right. which There's some fun outside shows. Sure. I've done some fun outdoor sure. shows. That's yeah. we, And we're in a pandemic. I get it. It's yeah. not going to be normal in California, the most liberal cuck place in the world. Yep. But um, it's rows of cars that you're performing to. They have like the FM, kind of like a drive-in movie theater. Right, right, They right. have you blasting through their speakers in their car. But their cars, they're in their cars. Right. So... We, it's performing to no one. Yeah. We don't, we're not going to hear shit. Yeah. So it's um, a, it, maybe they'll honk sometimes, but it's like, that's, right. it's delayed. It's not. So a little bit like a Zoom show. A little bit like a Zoom show, except and, you're for sure going to bomb. Yeah, yeah. If you're not bombing, it's going to feel like you're bombing. Even yeah. if you're killing, it's going to feel like you're bombing. Sure, sure. For the most sure. part. That's so, great. So it's going to be a rough one. I can't wait. And like. I only have to do 10 minutes or something, yeah, yeah, 15 yeah. minutes, whatever I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. You're headlining, so I don't envy you. But. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn through my material so fast. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so fast. Yeah, you could just keep saying, pause for whatever's happening yeah, in your car. Yeah. Are you laughing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Oh, but man, we're both we're both doing 10 minutes. It's just you're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just you don't have to flounder for 40. Oh, man. Wow. So it's definitely uh, won't be as good as is Phoenix was. That's okay. I don't think. It, but, it, it, it'll be fun. But it's just one show and we'll be in it together. Yeah. And, and then the next day is- Miller's and then, featuring. She's yeah, funny. Yeah, she's great. And yeah. the next day is the Super Bowl. That's all I'm thinking about in my head. I'll just be like, it's we get to, I just get to watch the Super Bowl tomorrow. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's good to humble yourself. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, just so, brace yourself. Yeah. yeah. This will be a, I think it'll be humbling, but- It'll be, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, gigs. things things go well for you like half the time. So this is <laughs> yeah, you're going once in you pretty put good. In, in the car gigs, I mean, it drops that <laughs> it down did, to it half it of that. Drops. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Thanks All right. for doing my podcast, man. I appreciate of course, it. of yeah, course. I had so much fun. Yeah. All right. See you next time. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. the episode you guys like it i liked it you know there were some ups and downs some slower moments some good moments but we're both awkward dudes and that was a real conversation between two real people
So why don't you think about that before you judge me in my podcast? What do you think about my new green wall? I like it. Add some color to the studio. I think chicks are going to like it. So that's why I did it. This is the new plant wall. Got them from Home Depot. Cost $200 in just not including labor. Because I didn't pay for the labor because we did ourselves. But $200 worth of fake plants behind me during a pandemic. I'm spending $200. Yeah, that's the kind of guy I am. Thank you for listening to the episode. Please subscribe if you haven't already to the YouTube. Uh, Apple Podcasts, maybe subscribe on there. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts would be very helpful. I sell t-shirts at remanis.com for the podcast and a children's book if you have kids. Yeah, I'm just plugging myself more. I'm going to be aggressive. Shit. Maybe I'll make an OnlyFans or a Patreon. Who knows? If I'm spending $200 for a podcast, you could subscribe to my OnlyFans. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.